Hey, Connor, what happens when you mix Screamo with a ukulele? You get an episode of The Christian Artist. This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. Welcome to the new year and the new season of The Christian Artist. Because obviously podcasts have seasons. Well, some podcasts do. Well... Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll just be weird like them and do that. Okay. Basically, the we're just arbitrarily saying that this is the second season because it's the second year of doing this podcast. Not necessarily like in, it's been a year since we started, but it's 2016 and we started in 2015. So basically, this season should have, if not 52 episodes, like 50 episodes or so, depending on how many weeks we happen to have to miss. Hopefully, we won't miss any weeks. That's the plan. It's always the plan, but plans never work out exactly as you mean them to. So today we are going to talk about, you know, just the whole New Year theme by reviewing a couple of our favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, by that he means one of Connor's favorite songs and one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Because <laughs> we both hate each other's songs. But No, I, I like your song. Oh, really? Yeah. I hate yours. Yeah. This shows us who is more tolerant <laughs> and uh, accepting of you know, new views. It shows who has higher standards. Nope. <laughs> That's not what that is at all, actually. Yeah, actually, I think it is. I think it shows who has the higher standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I'm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, before we before we start, though, we would like to issue a challenge for the new year, specifically mm-hmm. for the month, month of January. So, are we basically saying we're, we're giving our listeners a New Year's resolution? Is that basically, what uh, except this is technically just for January, but oh. because it takes 30 days to start a habit, you'll probably keep doing it for the rest of your life. Uh, At least that's go. the plan. Uh, this this month is going to be called Just Read Your Bible January. So every single day, uh, discluding the days that you haven't listened to this podcast, I guess, for 30 days, just read your Bible January every single day. There you go. I'm already planning on doing that. So, well, that's um, good. I mean... My plan is always to read the Bible every day, but it doesn't end up happening. But okay, I found a really cool app called the, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's Legionnaire or something like that. Legionnaire Ministries. Legionnaire. Legionnaire? That's not how it's pronounced. That's not how it's spelled, though. Legionnaire is a completely different word. Yeah. It's Legionnaire or something like that. Like with an S-H or what? No, it's L-I-G-I-O-N-E-R. Probably Legionnaire. It's it's whatever, it's R.C. Sproul's. R.C. Sproul's ministry that he started. The guy who wrote all of those, like God control everything, all the all those little pamphlets that I was reading. Um, He's a like a reform part of the Reformation, the Reformed Church or whatever. Yeah, I know. And um, I'm also saying this for the listeners. Yeah, okay. But uh, they have, and I've always loved their stuff. But I I just found out they have an app that like every single day they give you a like a blog post. two sermons one in audio form and one in video form and um a random like thought like kind of little little mini blog post like thought of the day and they go through a scripture and just kind of talk about a little bit and then they have a reading plan on the app like for the and and you have the entire esv bible on the app and it's a reading plan every day goes through the entire bible in a year so i'm going to start reading it on that app because it will always just be there i just open it up in the morning and boom i read I, i read three chapters yesterday three chapters today I read Genesis 1 and 2 and Matthew 1 yesterday, and I read Genesis 3 through 5 and Matthew 2 today, so actually four chapters. So if you're interested in that app, 
as I said, is Legionnaire or whatever. I spelled it out. So look for that app on there. It's like a little green, like tree symbol, but it's a really cool app that I found that like helps you read the Bible every day. Spell it again so they don't have to go back. L-I-G-I-O-N-E-R. So really cool website. And so it's like Legionnaire.org is their website. And then they have an awesome app that helps you read the Bible and just, you know, think about God and stuff like it just has little thoughts and sermons and stuff like that that pops up too. So it's pretty cool. All right, so without further ado, we're just going to jump in. I'm trying to make this episode as short as possible since it's, you know, the new season and because we're busy today. Yeah. So, got to uh, work soon. Yep. So, I mean, which song you want to do first? Let's let the listeners vote. How about that? Listeners, which song okay. you want to hear first? <laughs> want to hear Connor's song or my song? We're not going to give you any context as to what those songs are going to be. Well, we already did, but... At the beginning. Well, yeah. <laughs> They probably don't remember that. That was like <laughs> three minutes yeah, ago. I know. I don't know. What do you want to do first? Um, I don't know. It depends on what we want to start with a bang and end with a who. Or you want to start with a who and end with a bang. Who bang? That's what yeah. we're describing like the songs as. That's looping at last, and Emery is like bang. Uh, basically, it's, do we want to start with pessimism or do we want to end with pessimism? I think end with pessimism. Okay. So let's do. January White by Sleeping at Last first. So basically, we're gonna review do our, our normal like song review episode. Except uh, the theme for today is songs about the New Year. And I I know there are more songs than this that are about the New Year, but I didn't want to have to like scrounge all over the place to try to find which songs in my library about are about New Year's. Um, but uh, Sleeping at Last song January White is very specifically about the New Year, and that's the first song that came to my mind. And then Connor had another song um, that I don't, it doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily directly about the new year. Like maybe that's not what they had in mind for it, but it definitely fits the theme anyway. I think it's kind of weird if they would have made a song in one of their albums that's just specifically about the new year. It seems weird. It seems very un. I mean, that's what Sleeping the Last did, but that's because he was going through one one three uh, like a three song EP every month, and then January. That's. Why wouldn't yeah, you make obviously. a song about the new year in January? Yeah, that'd just be kind of silly for any other band to do that without that context. Well, yeah, unless you had a context like the, that Sleeping Last did to... Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, if you had a Christmas yeah, album, it just, then... It'd just be weird. If you had a Christmas album... Well, yeah, obviously. obviously it it has it. to be specifically done to that. You can't just make a random... Especially for Emery. <laughs> like, they can't just make a random song about the new year. <laughs> That's just silly. It's, yeah, with the style of what they do, it, that doesn't make any sense. Like... Like, literally any of the bands I listen to, just putting a random song that's directly about the New Year is just really weird. Because bands are, like, music, or not music, songs are supposed to be purposely vague enough so that it's not, that you, you can interpret it in the way you want. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, it also gives you, you know, food for thought or, or tells you something. Sure. But, so, uh, like, it just it just doesn't fit with a theme like that, like... Unless it's specifically about that, unless they're specifically trying to make it like that. There's no song that just will randomly end up being, oh, this song's about the new year. <laughs> I didn't think about that. It just came out like that. But yeah. Enough. What, what are we talking about? I don't about? know. You're, you're just kind of ranting about random stuff. All right. So we're going to go listen to, or we're going to listen to um, January White by Sleeping at Last first. Um, and just quick info about the song. As I kind of specified earlier, it's part of his yearbook album. 
um, you know, the three song EP he did every month for a year, which created this 36 song album called Yearbook. Um, And this is the January EP, first song in the January EP, January White, about the new year. And this is actually, um, in case you want to listen to this in context, and it's kind of cool if you do, um, the song right before it, at least I think it was right before it, or at least one of the songs on, no, it was right before it. The last song on the December EP is called Snow, and it's about Christmas, and then it ends with, um, the last line of Snow is, um, something, something, our future is white, New Year, New Year's resolutions will reset tonight. And then it goes straight into the next song about New Year's resolutions and starting over again, and, and so... He, so, uh, Ryan O'Neill does cool stuff like that, and that's uh, part of the reason I love his music. So, so we'll listen to that, and then we'll review it. Without further ado, January White by Sleeping at Last. So let's press and do. Nothing dark behind, in spite of history, 
There we go. So what are your initial thoughts, Connor? He's too, like, lyric-wise, I just felt like it was too optimistic. Like, I, it was I knew just you were going to say that. <laughs> well, do you feel the same way, though? Because it's just, like, it's just so... That's the theme of the song. That's the thing. Like, he's not trying to do what Emery usually does and and do the whole, um, you know, the, the pessimistic slant they usually take. It's like the good pessimistic. Like, you need to be... Um, you know, learn from the past and, 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 oh, and what, what else is, I'm trying to think of how Emery, a way to describe it, just... like says things how they are and, well, yeah, I know, but this is the thing that like the point of his entire song, and that's why we're, we're doing these two songs. Connor's song, um, is definitely the most pessimistic slant of the new year. And mine is the more optimistic slant of the new year. And, um, he's writing that song specifically to say, um, not to say that, that, that these things aren't true, that it's not, he's not denying reality. He's not doing that. He's just saying, Hey, this time this year, let's try to just have to, to let our guards a little bit easier, like down a little easier this time. And to just trust that when there's joy, there's, there's nothing dark behind, like just live life in an optimistic point of view. That's silly though. I don't think it's silly. No. No, that's that's. Silly. So the thing is, I think there's a balance between the two. Yeah, but that that is optimism. And that is silly. Pessimism is also silly. <laughs> I don't think this song is wrong, though. Connor. Okay, no, I, I'm not saying it's wrong. I think he's too culturally accurate. That the the song was all about you can only change your life if it's a new year, and this this new year is your your only chance. It's basically what that song told me, and no. just live life as if. This is completely new year. You can do every, anything you want. Kind of like, I like that, the, the, you know, the whole, we could, uh, you know, paint, we could our walls paint our walls light a lighter blue, shade of blue. Or we, we could, could pack change, our bags and change, change the, the entire, entire view. view. Like, I like the whole, it's very upbeat and very new, but it, it doesn't say, like, if I was to write a song with the new year, mm-hmm. I would say all of that. And then at the end, I would say, but why wait for one day? Why not change it your way? Something like that. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like well, why are we so fixated on the start of this new yeah. year, this arbitrary year, when we could yeah. restart at any time? But that's the thing. That's not the song he was writing. Well, okay, but just because I want to write a specific song doesn't mean I I'm, I just ignore any facts that I might have in my mind and ignore them and ignore the the facts that I could put in there. Like, if you're going to write a song about something and have that same kind of feel, do that, but then then speak a little truth in, on the side or something like that. Like, like you can you can write an extremely optimistic song, but then say how silly optimism is, and then just go back into optimism again. Like, like just, just say, like, there really isn't any anything good that comes of being optimistic. It just is good to feel optimistic. Okay, but this is the thing. Okay, so one of the choruses says, This year is a sealed envelope with apprehensive hope. We brace for anything. I swear I understand that nothing changes that, and the past will be the past, but the future is brighter than any flashback. So it's I, saying, I would disagree with the future is brighter than any flashback. I could I, I could probably have some flashbacks that are very No, no, he, he's not saying that that all every part of the future is always going to be brighter than any flashbacks. He's saying that the future you there's always the chance the future can be better than your past was, and so you should always be striving yeah. to make it better. But that's that but see that's a very different line than that though. You know what I mean? 
Like, okay, I don't, I don't have a problem with the optimism. He's not saying that the future will be better, like, for sure. Yeah. He's saying He's the saying... future looks brighter. And we should focus up more on, let's make the future better than focusing on the shining past. But that's still a different line. It's not, though. But the future is brighter than any flashback. He doesn't say that it's better. He's saying it looks, it, the appearance of the future is brighter than a flashback. When, you're, when you look back on your life, you're almost inevitably going to be somewhat sad or longing for the past if you have good memories or stuff like that. But he's saying, don't focus on, oh man, I wish I could go back to that stage. Just say, no, look, look and see the future and say, hey, it's brighter than any flashback. I can make my life better. Like, that, that, okay, that, that makes sense in that yeah. context. Any other context doesn't make sense at all. That's what, I'm, that's what I think yeah. he's saying. Like he's saying, this year is a sealed envelope. We don't know what this year is going to bring. You know, it's a, it's a sealed envelope with apprehensive hope. We brace for anything. He's like, swear, I understand that nothing changes that. You like, that. I know, I'm, I'm reiterating oh, okay. it. Like, he's Why? he's not, because of what you said earlier, where you're like, he's just super optimistic about everything and oh, oh, unrealistically optimistic. He's not. Like, well, he's he's he's, he's not that providing the, con- the counterpoint here. He's saying, I'm not saying that this year will be the best year ever. He's saying, well, we have to brace for anything. But the future is always going to be brighter than any flashback could ever yeah, be. Yeah. Okay. So no, I, I I understand those lines. I understand the entire song. I just, it's just silly to me. Like okay. the, the entire idea of being optimistic for, you know, just because it's a new year. Like that. That is like. But that's the thing, kind of. He's saying someone this fail. is a chance to take a chance. It's because our whole culture is focused on, oh, hey, this is a new year. Take advantage of that. That's what he's saying. He's like, hey, this is a time of new beginnings, so why not take advantage of that and start something new? Either paint your wall a lighter shade of blue or pack your bags and change the entire view. Like, make a change because that's what this time of year is about, and so take advantage of that cultural mindset. He's not speaking to any... He's not speaking to any right or wrong of that cultural normality or that it is reality. He's just saying, hey, let's take advantage of this since everybody's thinking about it. Like, this is a perfect time to change. If, if you haven't thought about changing na- until, until now, change now. And I still understand what he's getting at, but he, he, he could have done it in a better way. He, like... To be... He could have done it in a different way. I don't think he could have done it in a better way to get oh, across what he yeah. means. Well, yeah, but what he means then is... I just... The whole idea of optimism... Connor, this is the thing. He's just going to have to understand. Just because you would write a song about the new year differently doesn't mean that any, that this guy's song about the new year is bad. Mm. That, logic, ima- that logic is viable, though. It depends on the actual content of the song. I know, and... I'm still I'm still talking about the context of the song. Oh, okay. I like this you know, song and I don't have any problem with it. You know, I, I I see it. I just don't. There's just there's just a bunch of little things that could be taken much differently, and just I just don't like the whole idea of, you know, that anyway because optimism doesn't stay long. As soon as something bad happens, your optimism is gone. And, and, and that's, that's why the, determination is so much better. I would disagree. It depends on where you're getting both of those things. Where you're getting your well, optimism no, and where if you're, you're getting, getting your, your optimism from the Bible or from God, then it's determination, not optimism. But it is optimism because you know that God will work everything together for you, for the good of those. That's that's faith. That's I know. Not optimism. But, but that's what are that's what Christian optimism is. That's what I'm saying. 
Christian optimism is determination. Christian optimism is faith and hope. Yeah, but like you, you okay, but what I'm trying and to say is- And determination is yes. faith and hope. No. It's an amalgamation of those two cultural ideas of determination and optimism. And that culminates in the actual Christian virtues of faith and hope. Mm. The only reason you can sure. be determined is because you have faith and you have hope. The only reason you can be truly optimistic is if you have faith and you have hope. Okay, that's fair. But th this is still only one side of the story, though. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. Thing, th okay, like any, any song that doesn't give you the full picture of everything he's talking about, I don't, I don't like. Even if he just kind of goes back and forth between the two or just kind of hits one of them slightly, then I'm like, okay, he, he you know, talked about the other half of the the spectrum here and so then i'm okay with it and i like i don't i don't hate this song i don't i don't hate the lyrics i just it just irks me that it, it could be a g really good song if it was a little bit better that's why like i could get more angry at songs that are almost good like o not almost good but like almost really good more than i could be mad at songs that are just okay because it's just like oh you just barely missed fair enough fair that's, enough that's probably why i'm and, so, and, and I'm, I'm not saying this is my favorite Sleeping the Last song oh, ever. Oh, um, I think it's one of Anna's favorites. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But I don't... Like, I understand everything you're saying about it, and I would agree that it's... Like, just taking the song at face value isn't going to give you the full picture, but that's well, not yeah, what yeah, the well, song was doing. Yeah, but, like... Even if you study it really down deep, he's still only talking about one half. And especially at face value, I was like, no. But when, once you start thinking more about it, then it makes sense. But it's still one half. Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't like it okay. as much as I could. But I will say, obviously, for what he was trying to make, really good song. Uh, especially, like, with the the music. Like, the, the clapping and stuff uh -huh. is very, like... It was upbeat and happy and yeah. new. Like, it sounded fresh. It, yeah, it just, it just sounded... Yep. And maybe that's because we went into the song thinking like that. But either way, it works. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sleeping at Last Voice does a does a good job of putting the music in a yeah. Whenever having the right a, music for the lyrics in the context of the song. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like just whatever song they're trying to make, they always find some weird way to make it sound like it. Like mm -hmm. for Mercury, they just make it sound like you're at Mercury. It's just like. Uh huh. And like I, I feel like that's half just. I, actually, I feel like that's the majority, just like... Your mindset your going into the song. Just, but at the same time, it's just like... But at the same time, it's not. So that's the thing. Okay, when he did the song Taste, um, he all of the shakers in the songs are different, are, are one food from each taste group. So he had um, salt for salty. He had a salt shaker. And he had, um, like, sugar... Or no, he had Sour Patch Kids for, for sour... And he was he was shaking a thing of Sour Patch Kids as a shaker, and then like so weird. It, this is the kind of weird stuff he does. But like all the shakers in the song are are diff all the different tastes, and so he has it, it, very slightly different noise for a shaker in each different section of the song, and and like uh, he has like the entire song be very vibrant, and it it sounds like taste, like somehow like the the violins and stuff like that he has in there. It's like the sharp like like that you think taste might have if it sounded like string instruments you know what i mean like like yeah. sugar on your tongue it's this lift of violins and it was really cool yeah all right so 
moving on to the next song then. Uh, we're only going to do two today. Usually we do three, but I mean, it's a very specific topic. And like we said before, it's not really one that people write songs about usually. Yep. Um, and obviously this next song isn't technically about the new year at all. It's simply about the idea that time runs out. And um, that's very evident to the beginning of the song. Um, and like we, like we said before, this uh, the Sleeping At Last song was all about optimism. This next song is about the, the more pessimistic side of a new year. And um, it, like I feel like it's not really like, hey, you're going to fail. It's obviously not because that'd be weird. Or that'd be that'd be silly, but it's it's more like failure is a possibility. It's more like a warning. It's like a failure is a possibility. This is like yeah. Th- I mean, it's basically like a, a forewarning. Like, hey, reality check right here, kind of a deal. So, and I just feel like it's very culturally appropriate for today's New Year theme of everybody goes to the gym January first. You know what I mean? And then by December 31st, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's all That's all I have to say. Uh, well, I will have to say that if you do not like heavy songs whatsoever, you will hate this song. <laughs> this is... Mm, and that's why we said at the beginning of the podcast, yeah. what do you get when you mix Screamo and a ukulele? <laughs> it, it's like uh, probably like their fourth, maybe third heaviest song. So hmm. with, th- with that in mind... What are the other two? Don't like it... Uh, the Shovel Glass is definitely the second yeah. heaviest, and Thrash is definitely the first <laughs> yeah. heaviest. That makes sense. And you can you can kind of tell, like by the by the names of the songs, you can kind of tell which ones are heavy and which Cut ones are not. Cutthroat collapse. Cutthroat <laughs> collapse. The Shovel Glass. You're cutting your throat yeah. open when you scream um, like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Thrash. Yeah. Like, like if you if I was to give you those three songs, you would probably say. I wouldn't necessarily that the Shovel Glass would. Be yeah, you, you'd probably song. say that. It would be like thrash, cutthroat collapse, and the shovel glass, but the shovel glass is definitely heavier. All right, so without further ado, cutthroat collapse by Emery.
What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so I will I will say right off the bat that if you just skip through that song, go go and like look up the lyrics. We post we are gonna put them I'll in put the liner notes. Lyrics, yeah. Um but then then you actually know what we're talking about. Um so if you don't really care musically about a really heavy song, then don't bother and just look up the lyrics so you don't actually know what we're talking about. Um, and also, if you do think that I have like some sort of anger <laughs> management problem, um, I do, and that's why I listen to the song, <laughs> um, and that's why I'm not angry ever because I listen to the song. So it's just all you know; it all just gets out of me. You're, but, you're um, one of those people who lets the music feel for them. Well, it's more just like when I'm singing the song, you get the anger out because yeah, you're, well, like you're angry when, while you listen to the song, and then after you listen to the song, you're yeah, not like angry. like when I'm listening to the song, he's so angry that I can then like sympathize with him become as angry as he is for the same reasons that he is for whatever he's talking about in the song specifically mm-hmm. for him and then as i'm screaming that myself i and then i'm not angry like i don't, I don't have the capacity <laughs> for anger anymore it's just huh. gone well there you go that's a protective way to get out yeah. your anger i guess well yeah i mean i mean it's better than yelling at people well yeah obviously <laughs> that's why i have such control over my emotions okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have a lot more control of your emotions than i do and overall, the people that, that I work with. Fair enough. Yeah, like like the other day, one of my coworkers literally said that I have an amazing poker face, and I was like, I do. And I was yeah. like, well, it's probably because I just hide all my feelings when I'm working because I don't get mad at co uh, not well coworkers too. But I don't get mad at um customers. Customers. That, that's the real reason. Like I I enjoy huh? probably about half the people I work with. They're they're actually really cool people. But um, he works with a guy named Aragorn. Yeah, just for cool. reference here. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool and if he ever listens to this podcast he's gonna be really mad because he hates it when people <laughs> you know are shocked like like one one night he like two different people asked him is that all i am to yeah, you like, yeah, i feel like that's how he feels just, like, <laughs> just the name yeah by the second time i was like how often does that happen to you and he was like way too much <laughs> he's really ticked. but yeah and the, the two people who asked him were really nice about it they were just like oh that's really cool but he was just like ah it's really funny. He was, he was in my creative writing class, and he, I'm telling this, saying this to the listeners, not really you, because I already told you this. Um, <laughs> my creative writing instructor is like, so until you prove yourself, Aragorn, so we just call you Strider. <laughs> yeah, and it was the best. How did thing we ever. get here? Um, <laughs> anger. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so enough, enough about me. What do you What did you think of the song? I really, really liked that song, and I don't know, like, I wasn't expecting that. Like, just looking at the lyrics, like, I really liked it, and the musically, it was fantastic too. Oh, by the way, even if you did listen to the song, look look up the lyrics because you do have no idea what he's saying when he's yeah, it's true. Like I didn't know what he was saying until I, and, mm-hmm. like until I looked at the lyrics. Um, but uh, let let's start musically. Um, just to you know say okay. all that. Oh my god! I love the um dynamicness of like each section. Like it, oh, it's so too, yeah. different mm-hmm. and yet the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a very good way to start off an album because it's basically like every single song. Oh, really? It's the first song in the album. Yeah, it, that's basically huh. the. the <laughs> that's song. an awesome way to start. I know. Time runs out. It's just a very dynamic song. I think they did it on purpose. They put all of the the types of songs and mm-hmm. the rest of the album. They kind of put that in there. Like like the bridge is kind of like its own type of song, and like there there are multiple songs that are like that in the album. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of like. And then obviously the screamo side of it is, you know, some of the heavier songs. And it's basically like, this is what you're getting yourself into. This song is like your, the sampler song for the rest of the album, sure. you know? Uh, and obviously it's just a fantastic song lyrically and stuff. But uh, I will say I love 
absolutely love first like just the beginning is so chilling with time runs out mm-hmm. but then with the the screamo where he goes really low like inhumanly low and then inhumanly high like those words i'm so sad sir like oh it's sounds so cool yeah to be honest i kind of wish it was just the low screamo because i really his high screamo sometimes annoys me well, well yeah but that's kind of the, the point contrast of makes sense i liked the contrast yeah. but then I loved this low screamo so much. I was like, oh, man. And then I had to go back to the yeah. high screamo. Well, I mean, it, like, not only the dynamic of it, but, like, it makes it, it, it kind of, it, it puts it in the song, like, the context of the song. It's like, you know, it's just, it, like, the high screamo was annoying on purpose. Like, it's supposed to be, like, like, soul, soul cutting. It's just, like, you know, you, you just tense when you hear it, you know? And that's, that's kind of what the point is, that you're supposed to be very tense during the song. It's like, the build up to a scary moment in a, a movie, like that's supposed to be mm-hmm. what it's happening, in. and the 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 more like cutting or like hating that you feel the screamo, like the more I want to say hating, but like just the the stronger emotion you get behind it, the better. And you could just you could just feel it, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so let, let's go back, uh, go into it lyrically now. For I think. The listening to the lyrics, he it might be that he's he, at least partially talking about the new year, like specifically, because well, he says mm. December sky at one point. Does he? Yes, he does. Oh, he right, says. He does. And as soon as I got that, I started looking at the lyrics more closely, and it seems like he's saying. Uh, I'll pull up the lyrics here, but it seemed like he was saying, you know, um, Uh, let's see. I can still hear the trees at my back and haunting me. So that's the past year. Unafraid, unaffected, this has all gone so wrong. So what I planned hadn't get, hadn't happened. Under this December sky, I walked away compromised. So I failed this year. Counting steps of what's left to bring this all to an end. The year. Um, and then it goes on further. Um, the last bit of the song, it's like... Uh, I don't, I don't want to wait for this, a ruined list, the longest kiss. So, like, a New Year's resolution list. Do we, uh, does, it, does it say the longest kiss? The, the longing kiss. Is the longing kiss. Here. Okay, that's, I was like, the longest kiss. You said the longest kiss at first. Did I? I? was like, okay. yeah. The longing kiss. Are you is sure? I, um, yeah. No, you did. Do we have to bring out the hashtags no, again? No, no, you did. Just trust me this time. Okay. Yeah, that, that, I was pretty sure that's what it said, so that's why I was confused. Okay. Making all the moments last as if we had the sentiment, yearning for the sound, breaking from the crowd, leaving all the cynics racing for the finish. Yep. You know, time runs, time runs, time runs, time runs out. I think it is at least partially talking about the new year. Yeah. Um, well, it it doesn't have to necessarily be talking about the, the new year, but I'm pretty sure he is because of the December sky Exactly. Thing. But... Like, I always thought of it, it's just that theme. It doesn't necessarily have to be about it's the It's the theme of starting over again. It's the theme of, I failed and I need to start again, and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not entirely sure how. Before we get into the whole, like, main story of the song, he puts on a lot of little things that it's just very... Not only that I, reso- that I resonate with it, it's just very awesome. I love some of the lyrics in this song. <laughs> um... I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I'm just some of the lyrics are very. I don't know. I don't know. Um, go to the the beginning of the second uh, verse. 
Go to there real quick. What do you mean by the second verse? <laughs> well, okay, so the chorus is basically... Well, the chorus, Outside you will find the rain yeah, belong to me. That's the chorus. Okay, and then so it's, now we will both kill the messenger. It's such a blur. You didn't even see. This meant everything to me. That's kind of like the outro of the chorus. Okay. And then it goes invisible, invisible plans, plans you made deconstruct, deconstruct me, me tethered to the dream of you but disappearing. That's also like an outro for the... If it's gray, then just leave it. Some colors start bleeding. So guard yourself. That's what my folks used to say. Defending your se- Defended your secrets, claiming past loves and regrets. The ambition was hidden to shield your safe yourself from the blame i love not necessarily the, the second part of that but the first part if um, it's gray then just leave it some colors start bleeding so guard yourself that's what my folks used to say i love that 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 goes into what you're we talking about in like episode seven or eight mm-hmm. with the whole morality topic that right. that is part of why i love them so much is because this is one of the first songs i listened to by them at least i think it was maybe it wasn't and i just oh, i love that line i was like hey they get it like if it's gray then just leave it as in if, if you see something as, ooh, maybe it's right or maybe it's wrong, don't touch it at all. Just leave it alone. Some colors start bleeding. Some, some colors start bleeding, as in, mm. if you let it sit for a while, you'll, you'll come back with a new perspective and realize that it's wrong or right. Like if, if you I was actually thinking that line meant more along the lines of, um, you thought it was good, but then the, the color starts bleeding out of it, and it turns out that it was gray, and then you just, you're like, uh, nope, this is not good, you know? No, it was... If, if it's gray, then just leave it. Yeah. Because some colors start bleeding. It just says some colors start bleeding. Yeah. So is he saying is, if it's gray, just leave it. Some colors start bleeding. As in... I think he's saying, if it's gray, then just leave it. The reason you should, like... He's talking about... He's, it's like almost as if that was before. Some colors start bleeding. Start bleeding so, gray? So, so I'm, basically what I think he's saying is some things that you thought were good, like these these good things, right. the colors once, start bleeding. Because once you get far enough into it, yeah. like, and obviously... And then he, you start to get to the gray areas, and you're like, okay, is yeah. this wrong or right? They just leave it entirely. Yeah. <clears throat> but on both sides are the same, you know, logic behind it. But, you know, either side you can take it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter. But And with Emery, who knows what they actually well, yeah. meant. <laughs> Well, I mean, he, the lead singer, which is who is a lot like I'm you. I'm sure the I'm sure the guy knows. Oh, obviously, no. I'm saying the the guy is a lot like you in the sense that he just likes making things poetic because they're poetic, mm. and he he knows the meaning behind it, and there is a meaning behind it. But the more poetic he can make it sound, the more different he can make it sound. The is better. he an ENFP? I'm pretty sure he is, to be honest. See, this is so funny. I know. <laughs> the band you listen to is an ENFP. That's. Well, it's just weird. the lead singer. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't think the rest of them are all the same. No, I, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I just, I just love uh-huh. the music. I think um, Ryan O'Neill is probably an INFP. Probably, I think he is. Yeah, that sounds like him. Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot like him. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> but um, um, going going back to obviously the song. Going back to the whole gray thing. Like he's the, the entire song is not only talking about like a new year kind of thing, but it's also talking about just a bad relationship, and that's like three fourths of Emery's songs is bad relationships. Um, and apparently, the guy gets around and just has terrible relationships left and right. <laughs> um, but like the song was just so I don't know what I'm saying. Say whatever you want. I don't know. I have no context for what to say, what to say now. Well, no, it was just, it was just talking about you know it's a bad relationship. 
things just ended terribly. Mm-hmm. And that that the whole gray thing is part of it. It's like he went into it thinking, oh, this is great. And then it was like, oh, no, it's gray, not great. Uh. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, then he's trying to start over. And th- that's basically the, the story of it. It's, it's like... I, the the color started bleeding. Yeah, the yeah. color started bleeding, and then he, he totally gets out of it kind of a thing. Um, he comes inside to get his breather, is what it says near the end there. And he's, you know, getting it back together. Everything is, it, it gets calm, like the music gets calm. He's, he's catching his breath. Mm-hmm. He goes back into it, determined. He's doing everything right. He's um, breaking from the crowd, leaving mm-hmm. all the cynics, racing for the finish. Mm-hmm. And then time runs out, and the last bit of it is if I should die, if I should, like four times. And I'm basically what, what I think he's saying that saying there with that is then he dies. Mm. And then it's just it. Like, then he wasted all of that time. Time ran out. He he's decided just to, was about to his cross New Year's that line. came too late. Yeah. Well, no, I was just thinking that he died. Oh, I know. I'm it. saying yeah. his metaphorically, his New Year's came too late. Like uh, his metaphorical New Year where he decides to change everything came right. too late for him. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I love this song so much is because it tells you what you don't want to hear. Mm. Time runs out. Yeah. And he screams that really loud. <laughs> and and so, okay, so let's draw the, the points we want to get across with, with these two songs. So, January White, be optimistic about the new year. Like, don't be afraid to just go all out and use the new year as an opportunity to change your life. And don't, yeah, don't be afraid to be something new and different mm-hmm. and then when people see you again they're just like what the heck happened to you you it's know like i decided to change because yeah. i needed to and that i feel like that's the main reason that you know nobody wants to change because they don't want that awkward thing of hey what the heck who are you and it's like why did you change so much mm-hmm. and it's like because i wanted to yeah so never be afraid to change every single year is a new opportunity to do that but then emery's point here is Change sooner than later. Change sooner rather than later. Don't wait for the... And, and I think one of the things with the Ryan O'Neill song is he actually wrote it in like for the month of January. Yeah. Like, he released it January 1st. So, it made perfect sense to say, hey, it's January 1st. Let's start a, a new kind of a thing. It wasn't like he wrote it in the middle of the year and he's like, oh, we need to wait till January 1st to start. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, well, yeah. Is, and that's why... I, that's what I wanted to say earlier when you were like, you know, pointing out that you know, you shouldn't wait till then to change, just change now. But that's what he was saying. He's like, hey, it is now, let's change. But then Emery is saying, don't wait. If, it, if it's in the middle of, you know, the year, you, you shouldn't just wait until the perfect time or whatever to start change. You need to change now because time runs out. So there you go. Never know what temporal days may bring. Laugh, love, live free and sing. When life is in discord, praise ye the Lord. Emberlyn. Ah, paper thin him. Very nice. All right, I think that's basically it, isn't it? Do we yeah. have anything else? I mean, any other thoughts on Cutthroat Collapse though? Because you didn't you didn't talk too much about it. You just said you loved it. No, I, I did. We we went through the whole thing of. Oh, I think well, it's I about. No, I don't. I don't really have anything else. It's okay. just. Yeah. I just agree with basically everything you said. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. All right. Well, what's our hashtag? Hashtag ukulele screamo. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, see, now I want to look yes. up a song and see if there's no, any sort of screamo song really that has dumb. a ukulele in it. Maybe an electric ukulele. <laughs> That'd be so dumb. I'm going to have to look it up after the podcast is over now. No. All right, so please feel free to um, talk to us on Twitter or uh, on our website or anything like that. So you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show. At, uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash christianartistshow and at our website at christianartistshow.com. Use the hashtag, hashtag ukulele screamo and leave some comments. Talk about what you want from the new season, what you want us to maybe do differently. You know, If you notice, we had a little new intro thingy instead of just starting with the music. Let us know if you like that or if you just hate it entirely. <laughs> you don't want us to just start with the music because you're like, I, wanna l- I want less voice in this podcast. I, just want- I don't want to listen to their, ha- their voices even more. Well, then we just make the episode short. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happy new year, guys. 